Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode of Life is a Journey, the topic is, what's next? What's next for you? What's next for me? What is next? You know, there are so many different things that are going on in the world, um, economy-wise, job-related. You know, I myself, um, like many others across the nation, I happen to be fortunate enough to work for one of the big three automotive industry um, or maker companies. And I've been there since 2011. I didn't get hired until roughly around 2016, but there's a lot of different things going on. I know a lot of people see what's going on in the news and being an employee and a worker um, in this industry I agree to what we're asking um, of the company. I agree to it. You know, my grandmother retired from GM. Just like many other people I know that I've ran into at the gym or at my church that worked for General Motors for 15 plus years. Some people did day 30 or whatever it was, no matter the length of time, when a person puts their blood, sweat, and tears into making a living for their family, they deserve to be able to walk away with a pension. They deserve to be able to walk away, or to, excuse me, to be able to go to the next stage in life and not have to come out of pocket to pay for healthcare. Just because I'm not working anymore, I worked all these years so that I should be able to have X amount of dollars that, that was put aside. You know, I, I'm not a hundred percent familiar with what a pension is. And I know some people might laugh like, you don't know what a pension is. No, nah, I'm just going to be real being on hundred and being transparent. But I, I say all that to say that if you put any point point in time, especially, you know, 15 plus years for a company, even 10 plus years, you and anyone else that, that that is out there listening and have retired from GM or Ford or Chrysler, which I think is now Stellantis or any of these companies, you know, or any other company for that matter, you should be able to walk away with a pension, meaning, you know, that you have X amount of coming into you to where you could take care of yourself where you don't necessarily need to go get another job or, you know, have to pay for health insurance and different things. Those are things that shouldn't even be a, 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 a thought, you know. So um, I'm sorry, I just had to get that kind of out there and off, off my chest. And that may be something that we discussed this week. But however, um, it is just a matter of what's next. You know, we got this contract coming up this week that ends on the 14th at midnight. And as far as as we've been seeing and you all have been seeing in the news more than likely 
we're going to be in a position that we were uh, just a few short years ago where we went out on strike. You know, um, been taught having talks with different, you know, um, with my wife and my children. Well, not so much my children, but my wife, uh, my parents, you know, um, my co-workers. I know that God will provide. He did last time and he even is doing that much more this time where we're in ability to have uh, be, be having more during the strike pay than we did last time, which is a blessing. So um, before I go any further saying anything else in this week's episode, I do want to take this time to thank each of you for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. Once again, it is a blessing. It is a privilege and it is an honor to come before you to be on here on this platform to speak to you like i said whether you listen to this now when it first comes out or whether you listen to this years down the road couple months down the road whatever the case may be um, i pray that something is said that will be a blessing to you that will help you to be everything that god has called you to be so um what's next you know it's a question that popped into my spirit if you will um, so many, like I said, so many different things are transpiring, transitioning for a lot of different people. You know, um, some people, and this, this may be their, like they done, you know what I'm saying? For some people, um, going back to, to an old plant, some people, you know, like I talked to, uh, good guy, he's a good, good guy, man. Um, at a store that I, I go to and he um, he was telling me about he was going to a different shift and I know that may not seem like anything major but it's still like what's next you know because coming to a different shift granted you've been working for X amount of years what comes with that you know what's next you know schedule change other things can change you know, we have these things in, in, in our food industry that are going on with our chicken. You know, chicken is something that has we all enjoy eating. You know, whether it is uh, chicken breast, you know, boneless chicken breast, uh, uh, whatever the case may be, chicken wings. You know, it's so many different things that we have had the liberty to enjoy for years, for decades, for centuries. And now we're in a place where we really have to be more conscious and mindful of what we consume. We should have been doing it all along, but now we're in a place where we really have to be prayerful and conscious, especially not just for ourselves, but especially for our children. You know, it's very important. I'm trying to become more, uh, how can I place this or put this uh, more conscious of what my children, what our children consume, excuse me, you know, trying to help them learn and develop at a young age that, yeah, it's OK to get this every now and again, like McDonald's or Taco Bell or Burger King and pizza and all this. It's OK to have it every once in a while, but learn what it means to put things that will be beneficial to your body beneficial to your life beneficial to your health beneficial to you even when it comes down to sports or to your academics that certain things that you consume 
have an effect um, on your your how you process things, how your brain is is thinking or going when you're at school, even how you process things on the court or on the field or on the mound or, you know, uh, wherever, whatever sport it is that they may play. So um, once again, like we have to ask ourselves that question, like what is next? One of the things that I'm very conscious of is that times like these, God told us in his word that we will be faced with times like this. And it's not the time to get scared. It's not the time to uh, stay quiet about anything that God has placed on our heart to speak up about. But it's the time to become workers because we know the scripture says the harvest is plenteous but the labors are few we have to be laborers there's a lot of harvest out here there are a lot of souls that need to be saved and i'm thankful to have this platform and i every time i come on here i pray that something is said that will be a blessing to somebody i pray that somebody will listen and take away the or, or excuse me uh and place themselves to have a relationship with God and place themselves to give their life to Christ. It's one of the best decisions that any of us in this life can, can make because this life is but a vapor. We're here one moment and we're gone the next. We have the opportunity each and every day that we wake to be the best us that God has ordained us to be. We have the opportunity to be a blessing to somebody else, to be a help to somebody else. We have that opportunity. We have an opportunity to pour into our children's lives. We have an opportunity to give them what we didn't receive and even even on, like to receive just what God has for them, to be able to, to, to push or point them in the direction that God has for them to go the dreams and aspirations that they have in life for them to do that. You know, uh, when I think about what's next, you know, this for me as a parent, for my wife and I, our, our second oldest, uh, which is our daughter, she will be graduating this year. She's a senior, you know, and it's already, granted, yes, yeah, the first month of the, the new school year for them. But before I, I could blink my eyes, I know all of these special dates like prom and homecoming and graduation will be upon us. And even just as she's getting ready to invoke upon graduating and going to college and entering into adulthood, um, many of us are faced with some of the same decisions. Many of you may be going back to school. Many of you may be making a job uh, uh, change. Many of you may, you know, um, be getting married. I've seen a lot of people within the last months, even last couple of weeks, some people that I, I, I went to school with or grew up with or, you know, know, know personally or whatnot or are friends with on social media have been getting married. And so um, these are all different phases or stages in life. Like what's next? You know, if you just got married, yeah, enjoy the honeymoon phase or, or stage. But what's next after that? You know what I'm saying? It's a continual growth in that. You know, some people have 
just had uh, another child or had their first child what's next you know now you get a, a chance to step into parenthood some people becoming grandparents like today we had grandparents day at our church and um, such a blessing to be able to see all the grandparents in the house of the Lord you know um, just just a beautiful thing man um, I myself can say that I'm fortunate to have known um, on both my dad well at least on my mom's side I, I, I knew my great grandmother I don't think I ever had opportunity to like um, to meet my my great grandfather you know um, I knew my grandfather I, my grandmother is still in the land of living thanks be to God you know, and just, just the fact of what a grandparent does. Some grandparents help in raising their children or, 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 or excuse me, in raising children or actually like bring, you know what I'm saying? Like really, really raising them, themselves for whatever the case may be. And it's such a blessing and a privilege and honor to um, see all of them do what they do and to pour into the lives of the grandchildren. And um, so, yeah. I got some scriptures here, but before we go into those scriptures, I do want to say or give you the definition of next. And even as I prepare to give you that definition, I want you to jot down. Just jot down a question, take a piece of paper and just jot down a question. What's next? And take these next few days or take this next day or hour, or whatever the case may be for you. And answer that question, what's next? Jot down what that what what next looks like for you. Like what is the next five months, six months, seven, whatever it may be? What does the remainder of the year look like for you? What does going into 2024 look like for you? What does, if you're going to college, going back to school, what does that look like for you? What's next? What's on the other side of that? Just got married. What's next? Take the time and process that. Life is a beautiful thing and we don't often get the opportunity to um, just really sit in quietness. Even as I'm sitting here recording, there's slightly a little bit of noise. And forgive me, um, my dog, my, my neighbor's dog was barking earlier, and that may be on there. My apologies. Um, but once again, sometimes it's good to just sit in the car and not have no music on, not have nothing on, just you and God, allowing God to speak to your heart. Because in, in, in quietness, there's this ability to hear from the, the voice of God. No, it's not an a, a, a audible voice, but when you hear God, you will know it. And I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm, I'm, as, as I'm being led and as it's coming forth, I'm going to speak on it. And... It's so important to listen to that because 
he confirms the things that he has for you to do. Sometimes we, you know, because flesh will always get in the way. There is a constant war between our, our flesh and our spirit. Constant war. To the day we die, there is always going to be that constant war. But when we allow to ourselves to live by the spirit, we will not fulfill the pleasures or the things, the, 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 the desires of the flesh that the flesh desires to do. Because flesh want what flesh want. And it ain't always the best thing. Nine times out of ten is not the best thing. And so just be conscious and mindful of that when you're making decisions, when you're doing what's next, to listen to his voice. Because he's speaking loud and clear. He's speaking loud and clear to you, to myself, to whomever it may be in your life, friends, family, whoever it may be, he's speaking. And when he's not speaking, he's still working on something that you, even as, as Pastor uh, Mike Jr. said, PMJ said, even when you don't see me, I'm still doing something. And I, I, I forgive me if I butchered that, Pastor PMJ. Uh, but um, Like even when we can't see God There's still something going on It's just like And forgive me if I know I'm kind of A little bit jumping all over the place But even in the same line There are millions of things That go on behind the scenes with social media, we see one thing in commercials and movies, even even in some of these mega churches or even some of the churches that that stream online, like my church. There are many people behind the scenes that you don't ever get the opportunity to see. But even in movies, you know, those people are in the credits. They are giving them credit for producing or making this beat or being this on, on this track uh, of the, the movie or what have you. Uh, even people that in, in TV shows, you know, the commercials, there are people that are working behind the scenes. So in the same way, God is working even when you can't see him. Even when you can't see him, but just trust him. And, and, and trust is something that's very vital as we walk out this life with Christ. So the definition for next is immediately adjacent. And it says as in place, rank or time. Any or excuse me. Yes. Any other considered hypothetically. I don't know what they mean by that. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand why they put that in there, but uh I like to emphasize on this part where it says, or time, like time. It's just a matter of time. You, you, you've heard that. That's in the matter of next. It's just a matter of time. God's timing is not our timing. Our timing is not God's timing. So next for you may look like you're going through a valley. 
next for you may look like you on the mountaintop. Next for you may look like you have storm after storm. And next can also look for you like you coming on the other side of that storm. Next for you can be God taking you through a trial to bless you and to bless someone else. Because we don't go through things just for anything, just for nothing. It's just like if you look at a butterfly, a butterfly starts off as a caterpillar, right? And the caterpillar, over time, it begins to form this cocoon. And it's taking me back, man. I remember, <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I was in elementary when I saw first butterfly. I think we had it as, I don't know if it was a class pet or not, but anywho, the process. Starts off as a caterpillar. Caterpillar grows, starts to make a cocoon. Once the cocoon is formed, during the time that this, this cocoon, excuse me, has been created by what will soon be a butterfly when the time is right the butterfly comes out of that cocoon and it's beautiful it's just like you and I we must go through certain processes in life but on the other side there is beauty he said he will give you beauty beauty for ashes Because mm. what, what's pretty about ashes? Nothing. As far as I know. But beauty for ashes. You think, think about it. Even as the scripture says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Even as high is, as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways and my thoughts above yours. God is awesome, man. Um, I'm going to get ready to go into these scriptures. And I want to put this out there to those of you that listen in on the regular. And even those of you that may be new listeners or whatever the case may be. To feel free, you know, to um, inbox me via social media. If you if you click on the, the link in my, in my um, story and it, it, it guides you to Spotify and you listen to it, feel free to leave a question or to leave a comment and say, hey, I'd like to, to know about this or this topic to be spoke on. You know, um, once again, like I said, there's so many different things going on in the world and I try to stay relevant, but I also must be obedient when, when something is laid upon my heart um, to speak about it. And like I said, I'm, I know I'm not the best podcaster, but it's a blessing because I know this is only preparing me for something that's greater than me. And I, I, I'm thankful for the ability to be consistent. I'm thankful for the ability to become better at this. You know, it's not it's not about perfection, but it's just about being better, a little bit better at, at, at where I was a year or so ago. I think we're coming up on two years, y'all. And I, I, I've lo almost lost track, but I started back in 2021, if I'm not mistaken. 
And here it is, 2023. And we're still recording, you know, week after week. And it's a blessing, man. It really is. Jeremiah 29, 11 reads, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you not to harm and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. God got plans for you to give you hope and a future. Yeah, I know your past may have been jacked up. You may used to have stole, stolen things or, you know, you may uh, used to be very in a gang or violent or whatever the case may be. But God says, I know the plans. He, he already knows the plans that he had for you. They are to prosper. I like that. He said to prosper you and not to harm you. His plans don't come to harm you. Like I said earlier, when God allows something to happen in your life, it's not to harm you. It's not just because, well, I, they just going to go through. No, it's making you, it's helping you to become a better woman, a better man, a better son, a better daughter, a better husband, a better uh, a wife, a better friend. A better employee. Plans to give you hope and a future. To give you hope. His plans are to give you hope. Hope is something that's so vital in this walk with God. You know, I know some people may make fun of like, I hope this happened or I hope this is this happens. You know, we we mess around like, man, I hope something break down today at work. We say that, you know, I pray, you know, sometimes we would say I pray something break down, you know. Um, but hope is something that is is we all have it. You know, there there it's it's almost like in innate. I don't know if I said that correctly, but in us as men and women um, to hope, you know, you hope for the best i don't really necessarily believe in wishing but you know that's you know it is what it is um but i hope i hope to to live to see 70 80 90 years old i hope to be around to see my children get married go off to college uh, uh have children to be a grandparent i hope to be able to see my my parents be able to see their grandchildren you know get married and go off to college and go to all these things. I hope to be in a position to where my family and I can do X, Y, and Z. I hope to be the best man I could possibly. I hope to be the best husband, dad, son, brother, friend, employee, Deacon, pastor, bishop, what, whatever it is that God has for me, I hope. And he says he has given that to me. Plans. Those are his plans to give me a hope and a future. Same for you. The next scripture we have here is coming from Philippians 1 and 6. It reads, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. God is not like man. <laughs> he finished what he starts. And he proved that from the beginning. He proved that from the beginning. You look at Genesis 
in the beginning was the word and the word was, you, you look at the you look at the word of God. You look at how God came down through there. He took his time. He took several days to create the world. And he did it for a reason. And it's it's such a beautiful thing behind it, man. God does things for everything for a purpose. You know, and that's how, from my knowledge, you know, I, I've never went to seminary school. Don't know much about theology and all this. But what I do know is God is perfection. God is complete. God is holy. God is righteous. God is love. God is my everything. And just as I was saying earlier, he completes what he starts. When he created the world, he didn't just be like, eh, all right, I'm, I'm going to take a couple days off. You know, you, you got some people that do that, like some projects that are out here now, God forgive me, and I'm talking to myself. You know, I ain't going to go into all the details. I really can't. But some projects that companies start or that people do, you know, I myself used to draw. And there were days where I would like just commit to every single day doing a little something and getting it done, right? But then there was times when I would draw something and I would take days off. God didn't do that. He completed what he started. He didn't rest until it was complete. He didn't rest until it was complete. He could have, but God, he showed us how it should be done. So in the same light as I'm saying this to myself in this next chapter of your life of what's next, take the opportunity to allow God to allow God to finish what he started. Y'all, please forgive me. Um, I don't know if this is in the background or not. Any noise that you hear, please forgive me for that. It's out of my control. Um, however, I must say, once again, God finishes what he starts every single time. It never ceases to amaze me. Um, and I'm just rolling up my windows to try to drown out some of this noise that you guys may hear. Forgive me for that. Um, <clears throat> and the thing I like, he says, he began a good work in you. When he created you, he began a good work in you. The next scripture that we have here is Romans 15 and 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. That's that. that and, and I'm pretty sure there are multiple scriptures in the Bible that talk about trusting God. And trusting God is very vital, very key, so important. And without it, without trust, 
faith, hope, those things right there, there is no relationship with God. It's just like our earthly relationships, marriage, friendships, you know, even as a a relationship of a mother and a daughter or a father and a son or a a father and a daughter, mother and a son, you know, uh, even grandparents or whatever the relationship may be. There's no trust. It, It really the relationship can be rocky, you know. And, and God doesn't ask much of us. And it's, it's, it, it can be challenging to trust him, but he has proven himself time and time again to be a man of his word. And I know some people are like, well, God ain't a man. How you know God? He is a man of his word. He is true to his word. First Peter 1, 3 through 4, verses 3 through 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you. We have an inheritance in in heaven. And even if, and I know it's easier said than received, But even if you don't get that multi-million dollar house or contract or make millions of dollars, being able to be with the creator of the universe, to be with God for eternity is more than this life will ever bring or give you. Because that's forever. Nobody can take that away from you. Nobody can steal from you. Nobody can hurt you. Some of you may have been hurt in relationships, physically, verbally, emotionally, even in friendships. But your inheritance is kept in heaven. And we are living to live again. Not living to just die. Many people will say, well, when I die, I'm going to come back as, no. When you die, you're going to one or two places. Even you going to heaven or you going to hell. Because we have an opportunity and we have a choice to make. Either we're going to live for God we're going to live for self and, 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 and living for self is, is living for Satan. And there where you make, make your bed, there you, that's where you got to lie. In the lake of fire, the pits of hell. Knowing, with the knowledge of knowing that you had an opportunity to give your life to God. You had an opportunity to let him be Lord and Savior of your life. He 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 was so wise as he as God is, as he gives wisdom even to us so graciously, to leave instructions, to leave a, a guide on how we should live, how we can get through the hard times. And then 
the another beautiful thing is he didn't allow us to go in a place and be uh, uh, not able to communicate with him. He opened that up too. Through his son Jesus, who died for you and me, for our sins. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 17 through 18. And I think this may be the last one that we go through. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Just as we kind of discussed in the last scripture about heaven, eternity. What is seen is temporary. These trees, this grass, these cars, these clothes, these relationships, these jobs, social media, jewelry, whatever it may be. Trips to, to, to Europe, trips to, it's temporary. Strike, temporary. Being in, in a moment or in a space of lack of finances, temporary. What is unseen is eternal. You can't see heaven from here. You can't. You can't see God, but he's real. That's eternal. He's the same God today, yesterday, and forevermore. And I I, I, I like to say it like this. As some, some preachers would say, I dare you to try God. I dare you to give your life to God. I dare you to give give him a, I ain't even gonna say a try, but just give yourself to God. Watch him work. Watch him work. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen, and I'm trying to use a good example. There's a few things that's coming in my mind right now, but This is, I'm not comparing. Let me get this straight. I'm not comparing at all, but I'm just giving an example. God rest his soul. Kobe Bryant. When you gave Kobe the ball, rest assured that Kobe is going to go to work. Rest assured when the game is on the line, Kobe wants to be the one taking the last shot. Rest assured that if you give your life to God, he's not going to fail you because the downside, if you will, or uh, of, of this is with the example that I gave, Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul once again, like I said, is and was a man. Man, we make error, but God does not make error. You can trust him. 
you can believe in him. You can have hope and faith in him. He will never fail you. He will never fail you. I do want to take this time to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. And once again, as we said earlier, take the time to jot down what's next for you. Some of you, like I said, you might be starting a new job. You might be going back to school. You might be starting a new school year. Like, what? Are you, what's next? Like, okay, I want to play this sport, this sport this year, or I want to get this amount of uh, of money saved up or whatever the case may be of what's next for you. Only you know what that looks like. So, once again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. I pray that you continue to have a blessed year as we're going into the fall months. I pray that you had a blessed and a, fanta- a fantabulous summer. Thank you for tuning in once again. And until next time, be blessed. At the end of the day, I want to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be all God has for you to be. And remember, until next time, to always live, love, learn, and grow.